0: For the mom with her hands full and only a few minutes to spare here and there, put your hand on your chest. Take a deep breath. You're doing better than you think you are. I want you to delight in these ordinary, often mundane days of motherhood, rooted in confidence about how you are raising and speaking to and nurturing your kids. Peace starts with you. So let's create peaceful safe havens for our kids to grow in. It's never too late, and the fact that you are here speaks volumes of the amazing mom that you are and desire to be. Welcome back to the Peace Starts With You podcast. So this week, I was driving to pick up my groceries, and my sister was with me, and we were just talking about all things motherhood and parenting and our kiddos, and I just after we had talked for quite a while I was just like how are people missing this and I don't say that from like a place of judgment or to make anyone feel guilty when Dax was little I remember being just in this place of like turmoil like I was doing things I didn't feel right doing, but he was behaving in a way that I didn't feel like was right. Like I just did not know what to do. And so I was doing things more so from a place of fear, like of just like not wanting him to turn out like a bad kid. I just had so much like a lack of knowledge. And so now that I've found so much like through different programs and books and podcasts, And with that being said, like, there's so much information out there. You have to be very discerning. There's so many, like, conflicting points of view. I saw a post on Instagram. A friend actually reposted it, and that's how I saw it. It said, like, in quotes, gentle parenting is not biblical parenting. I didn't, like, get super defensive, but I was just, like, okay explain more like just more so from a place of like okay like I want to hear what you have to say like always having an open mind and so I continued to read the rest of the post and watch her stories and then her highlights and there were definitely some posts that she did that I was like okay like I agree with that but then there was other things she you know said that I was like I do not agree with that at all. But there is so much good information out there. And so I was just like, how are people missing this? Like our kids are given to us. They're such a gift and such a treasure. And for us to just, you know, think that they just are supposed to know how to like navigate the world and communicate and handle their emotions. Like I think a big change of perspective that us as parents need to have is that we need to realize that when our kids make mistakes – when they do think something that is wrong and most often triggering us, like those are our biggest opportunities to teach them how to, how to approach different situations and the world and to handle their emotions and all the things. So I really think our children are teaching us just as much as we are teaching them, if not more. And you know why they're in our homes and why we have this honor of teaching them we our biggest job is to just give them and shower them with unconditional love like our kids need to know that no matter what kind of day they are having no matter what behavior they have we love them through and through. And I think oftentimes we can send the message of like, when you're good, you get rewarded. And when you're bad, there's going to be consequences or punishments. And even if it's unintentional, just like this withdrawal, withdrawal, how do you say that word? Withdrawal of love. And so there's a really awesome book. It's by Alfie Cohen and it's called Punished by Reward. So I totally recommend that read. Um, I'm not going to really get into that right now, but if we can just embrace this idea that we can remove conditions from, we can remove conditions from the complete love of our children. Like, we love them no matter what, and they know that. We can take a break from this fear-based parenting and the methods that are involved with that. Um... Embrace this idea that our kids are good enough and great no matter what they do on a daily basis or what kind of day that they're having and you're going to get way more comfortable with the messiness of parenthood, you're going to get way more comfortable with seeing mistakes as opportunities and to teach and to for the kid our kids to learn and we're going to start seeing misbehavior as a time to just teach our kids incredible lessons. But first, they need to know that they are deeply loved in an unconditional way. They will misbehave less. And when unconditional love is steadfast and there's this mutual respect and trust, your relationships are going to grow and they're going to have an unbreakable bond. And there's going to be such an incredible connection and your kids self-confidence and their intrinsic motivation is going to increase. So when we pull back on the fear and the force and fear and force is just like, come here now. Like you're instilling fear in your kids to get them to listen and behave or even forcing them to spanking. um, And then instead leaning in with this idea of teaching them with compassion and grace where we can still be firm and kind, it's going to change your family. I don't know about you, but like wherever you're at in your parenting journey, like that should make you like hopeful and excited for us to be able to allow our kids to know that they're fully loved, be exactly who they are, and constantly re- constantly remind them of the incredible kid that they are, kind, loving, respectful. And yes, from time to time, and often, maybe even, you know, in some seasons daily, they're going to have to need to learn, you know, from their mistakes so that they can be better tomorrow. But we're not going to teach them by using fear and force. You know, punishment, threaten, withholding love, spanking. When you do that, you're creating fear in your kids. When we do these things, we're creating fear in our homes. But we can learn that there's this middle ground. You don't have to scare your kids into listening to you. But you also don't have to be permissive. And I think just touching on this for a little second longer because it's like it's just so important. But fear destroys kids' spirits as well as your relationship with them. It makes our kids not feel good enough. I feel like a lot of us adults can, adults can relate to this. Like a lot of us do not feel good enough. And so when you look at your kids and you – look in their faces, you want them to feel good enough. You want them to be filled with confidence. You want them to be so sure that their connection with you is so strong that no matter what they do, no matter what mistakes they make, they're human. They're gonna make mistakes and they're kids for goodness sakes. And us as their parents, like we get to teach them. And that's probably the hardest part is that we have to have self-control. We have to rein in our emotions, our anger, our frustration, our annoyances and rein those back and respond in calm ways that are going to teach our kids. It's so hard, but it's possible. And how freaking cool is it that we get to raise a generation of kids who know how to like fight back those limiting beliefs and those negative thoughts and that they know that they're good enough even when they make mistakes, even when they fight with their siblings or do something that is not okay. Those mistakes and those behaviors, they don't change anything about how much we love them or the person that they are. It just means that they're learning and we're all learning. We're all constantly in the state of learning and kids are no different, which I probably sound like a broken record. I feel like I just repeated myself, but it's so important. Fear and force can lead to lying and blaming. Bribery and rewards. Kids have a harder time acknowledging that they are imperfect. They have a harder time feeling good about themselves when we use rewards and bribery. They have a harder time taking responsibility for their actions. And they feel like, hey, I did something wrong. I'm bad. Or they feel like, "When I hey, when I make a mistake, I'm going to be in trouble. Like we get to do it different. We get to show our kids year after year, day after day, that they are learning and growing and that we are going to be there to teach them and guide them and we love them unconditionally. Like I just hope that that just makes you like so excited to just learn more about what this looks like and just to have that peace and that hope that you don't have to use fear and force. You also don't have to be permissive and just let your kids get away with anything and run all over you. There's this middle ground of respect and trust and connection. Okay, and I want you to kind of just feel the difference. So um, our kids can admit that they did something wrong. Hey, I made a mistake. I made a decision that wasn't the wisest, but I know how to clean it up because I've been mentored and I know how to make amends and what to do When something like this happens or have self-control when I'm tempted to act out of integrity versus okay I'm gonna hide my flaws and imperfections or blame other people because if I make mistakes I will be viewed as bad or no one will like me or I will be punished and there will be pain involved like just picture those two different kids who view their mistakes in different lights like do you feel the difference when we refrain from using fear and force, we get to engage just other parts of their brains that help them become more critical thinkers. It's this back part of their brain that's in charge of the fight, flight, or freeze. And kids who aren't comfortable or kids who don't have a lot of unconditional love, they're going to fight back when accused. They're going to freeze and go into almost like a, I have no idea what to do, but hide. Or they're going to run away. So instead... Hey, you made a mistake. We all make mistakes. I'm here to help and teach you so that we can do a different next time. I'm going to light up different parts of your brain so that you can get creative and access your own moral compass. Our goal is to raise self-confident kids that love themselves, that take responsibility for their actions, and that love the world that they live in. To raise kids who know that they're good, not because they are perfect, not because they have perfect behavior, but because they were created with a beautiful soul and that soul is going to bring light to this world. Like, you are good because of who you are. How would you feel if someone reminded you of that every single day? Like, you are good because of who you are. I feel like so many of us adults are just struggling with that feeling of, you know, being good enough. It reduces shame because they're not, they're not defined by their mistakes. They're not defined by their imperfections or their difficulties or the current season that they're in. Like my little kids are, my kids are little. And so, you know, learning how to not hit or keep their hands to themselves or use a respectful tone when talking to me, you know, or maybe as they get older, not talking in class, like they are not defined by these moments where they're learning how to do these things and maybe not doing them as we think that they should but instead they're learning to repair their mistakes and they're learning that they are human beings and that means navigating the highs and the lows and the successes and the failures and the mistakes and the wins with integrity so mistakes are opportunities to learn and if we can just approach every single day with just that reminder hey When my kids make a mistake, when they do something that is wrong, this is the best opportunity I have to teach them to build our connection and for them to grow. I love this quote and it says, where do we get the notion that in order to get our kids to behave better, we must first make them feel worse? You know, and that goes back to like traditional teaching methods and the way that we speak to our kids and the punishments that we used. Like... Anything that has to do, when our kids feel shame or anything that has to do with making them feel like shame, like that is so discouraging. If you've heard of Brene Brown, um, she has so many good books and she teaches you the detrimental effects of using shame and how it's different from guilt, Um, like incredible. But how would, you know, how could you do that? What's wrong with you? What why would you do that? Some, sometimes our kids can't even explain why they do things. Um shame on you. What is wrong with you? This destroys kids' self-confidence so much so that they do not feel good enough. Our job as parents is to teach. How like how are we missing that? And that's not it's not to say that you're going to be perfect. It's not to say that you're going to you know, show up perfect every day and always be calm and always be positive and always talk to them in a way that is uplifting and building them up and encouraging, you're going to lose your shit from time to time. Like, just trust me. I do it all the time and I've done so much research on this subject. But just to have the idea and remember that what we talked about last week of just having that um, reminder of like, okay, I'm here to teach. Like, that's what I'm going to show up and do is I'm here to teach. And so, um, and your mantra can be anything, but like when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, my job is to teach so that when there is a mistake or when they do something that's wrong or when they misbehave or when there's a whole bowl of spilled cereal because they were just messing around and being goofy and silly, how am I going to respond in a way that's going to teach them instead of just instilling fear to get them to behave better you know, I put this in quotes, but better. And no matter what you're doing, no matter what you've done, there is hope and there's so many resources to study and learn from and grow. And you absolutely 100% can change the way your kids feel and the way they show up in the world. So do not beat yourself up. We all have to start somewhere and it's never too late. And you will get more comfortable with the messiness of parenthood. You'll get more comfortable with seeing mistakes as opportunities. And you'll realize that mistakes are opportunities for our kids to learn. And instead of seeing our kids as being bad or naughty or disobedient, disrespectful, bratty, just out to get us or just trying to push our buttons, we can now see them in a different light they are just trying to figure out this thing called life they're trying to figure out how to communicate how to get their needs met and instead of those things maybe we you know see them like they're discouraged and there's some symptoms of kids with low self-esteem as you know they give up easily they often say i can't or i don't know or i don't care they use excuses maybe they complain about like constant body aches or headaches they have increased misbehavior, they answer defensively, they create fights, they complain that other people pick on them, they withdraw, they avoid social interactions, they complain of not having friends or lacking friends. So there's a lot of signs of kids that maybe are, you know, we view them as like, okay, they are naughty or bad, but really maybe they're just discouraged. And there's so many ways that we can encourage our kids if they are struggling with low self-esteem, like spinning intentional, like your kid says, hey, I I, I want to color or I want to swing or I want to play ball and dropping what you're doing and go, basically what we talked about, I don't know if that was last week or two weeks ago, um, but spending that intentional time with them when they ask, not when you have time and it's convenient. We can teach our kids that mistakes aren't bad. Um, teach your kids how to make right their mistakes. Share your own mistakes with your kids. Um, let's think. Acknowledge things that they do well, stay away from like pitying them and rescuing them, being overprotective, resisting the temptation to use competition to motivate, which is sometimes hard. Like, sometimes I want to get my kids, I'm like, I want them to get ready for bed fast and I want them to get in bed. So, I'm like, okay, who can do it the fastest? But resisting the temptation to do that, helping them feel valuable, following their lead in an activity or playing, Um, treating them with respect and spend time with them you know, a lot of times I think as moms, we can get caught up as, you know, we're busy. We, we're just busy. We have stuff to do. We're cleaning. We have laundry. Um, and so the only time we spend with them is when we're getting, you know, when they're misbehaving and we're breaking up a fight, but really being intentional at spending time with our kids when they are, you know, just in play or just living life. So I hope that this was just so encouraging and so helpful. Don't get caught up in the fear of, like, what our kids are going to become. Like, say your kid just bit somebody or hit somebody or, you know, the teacher said something about your kid that was just discouraging. Like, don't get caught up in the fear of what they will become, but focus on the end goal and have confidence in the fact that your kids are going to be amazing human beings and you guys are going to have the strongest connection and do not for one second feel guilty. Like, so far, you've done the best that you could with the tools that you have had. And going forward, we are going to use encouragement to raise our kids' self esteem. Kids who cooperate because they wanna do good and they have a good relationship with their family and they wanna do good in the world. Find peace in the fact that you are here and that you, you know, wherever you're at, whether you've just started like researching this or you've been researching it for a long time or even doing it for a long time. I hope this is just a weekly place for you to get encouragement to know that you are not alone, that you are doing better than you think you are, and that your kids are going to be just fine. So remember, peace starts with you. Have the best week ever. You are amazing.